welcome to the Scheming Mind Palace Podcast. Hello there. Welcome. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the Scheming Mind Palace. I wish I could actually hear myself. <laughs> I know, yeah. me too. We're, we're not doing this with headphones no, on, no, and we're we, basing it purely off of purely faith. off faith and vibes. And faith you know what? You know what? I know what. What is love? What is love? We're we're gonna be figuring that out in this episode or question of this lull week. I wish I could put this out weekly. But this question of what is love mm-hmm. was initiated by the gift of our latest renaming within the Mind Palace. Yes. You knew him before as Commodore 64. <laughs> but I truly am Flash Harry. Don't be wary. I am I, hairy as an ox. I hope you're not lactose intolerant, because here is some dairy. Yes. <laughs> uh, plug for insomnia cookies, because those cookies and milk oh. are the bomb. And ice cream? No. Yo. Like, have you tried their monster witches? Oh, God. Yo. Destruction. Oh, <laughs> my God. Are you, are you lactose intolerant? No, but God. like... Are, does your family have it? No. Oh my god, yo! Like, if you're if you're not lactose intolerant, go to go to Insomnia Cookies. Yeah, I know. It's or even if you are, just destroy just destroy your stomach. Just go there. Yeah, that's what I meant by destroy. Like destroy any sort of like healthy eating habits you might have. Yeah. <laughs> if you can consume like if you can consume any foods, just just fucking do it. Just get. Just get cookies and milk. Because what is love? Maybe, what? maybe love for you is staring back up you with an ice cream monster sandwich cookie. Oh my god! <laughs> with like, what's what? It, well, what is your favorite cookie? Well, see now, I wish that at least the one that I go to had oatmeal chocolate chip as a regular size cookie, because mm. then I would easily get that with ice cream as a sandwich. But unfortunately, it's only in the super deluxe size. So it's like either I get a regular witch with something else and I just get the oatmeal chocolate chip cookie on the side, or I'm, what, just gonna fiend like crazy and get the double monster witch. Maybe with more oatmeal chocolate chip smashed yeah. up inside. Oh, God. But oatmeal... You, well, you turned me on to a lot of things uh, last night. So, turned me on to a lot of things in terms of you were the matrix. You were we. Uh, we thought we were in the matrix. Yes. Or, well, obviously we're all living yes. in the matrix. Yes. But after journeying a bit, we consuming a fistful of cookies of. Sandwiches. Cookies and milk. Yes. 
and tell me cookies. Insomnia cookies, TM. Plug. Yeah. Plug for insomnia cookies, oatmeal cookies. Yeah. See, I, I should have been a good a good babysitter host and had the full cookie with Flash Harry. Flash Harry just was like downed it right away. Down all down like I a was, massive amount of a cookie. I was picking away at it a little bit by bit. Yeah. And you, you could tell you you hadn't had those cookies in a while. It had been a good minute since you went that hard in insomnia cookies. Yes. No, it has been a because there's a insomnia cookies right like a mile away from my apartment, and I just like. <laughs> so this is actually insomnia cookies. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. No, it's um, plug for the insomnia cookies. Uh, at Barclay Center, um, on like <laughs> Fifth Avenue, uh, in Park Slope. Uh, you, if you, if you know that area, you know the place. All right. Well, if you don't know the area, like probably most people. <laughs> yes. If you just don't know the go, area, um, sit. Just eat. have an ice cream sandwich at two in the morning, and you're yes mostly recreating the experience. But with oatmeal. Yes. yes. With oatmeal, though. Oh so, after having had those sandwiches, at first it seemed fine, you were cool. Then a little while later, it was sort of like, oh my god, maybe too much fucking ice cream. Too much, oh my god, so many carbs. To the point where at one point you were just like... Matrix. Straight up this honestly the matrix is just is just imagine the cookie monster <laughs> with the matrix the cookie monster as those robots that are looking after the human batteries yes except like oh my god i want to see i want to see sesame street do the matrix <laughs> I bet they've, or Simpsons already done it. Oh, no, but like, if you were to recast Sesame Street as The Matrix. Okay. With Asian Cookie Monster, with Cookie Monster as the one. As the one. Or Elmo as the one. (gasps) No. Or is it Big Bird? Or is it Big Bird? Big Bird is the count. No, the count is definitely Mr. Smith. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um but the, the cookie monster is Morpheus. Oh. You could either you could either have the blue cookie <laughs> or the red cookie. So which cookie did you think you had last night? I ate the red cookie. <laughs> Oh yeah, you oh, got red cookied. Oh my god, you all, everyone listening and on this podcast, <laughs> you all ate. Is it? I always get the the pills confused. I don't know. Uh, if <laughs> if to all those like to all those uh, become based, be for those libbed based people, pilled people out there, uh, eat the red cookie. Eat that oh, yeah. sweet red velvet cookie. Because after you ate that cookie, and you had a lot of cookie. Yeah. You were 
pretty content with possibly never reconsuming cookies again. No, sometimes you gotta know when to stop cooking. Like, sometimes you can like you can imbibe some like milk, but no cookies. No cookies for like a good for like a good indefinite amount of time, which could also be my entire life. <laughs> I mean, especially when. You take so many cookies that you basically see this uh, greater mind palace, Cancun, Valve Room area as an intergalactic, uh, post-apocalyptic. Yes. The rave, you know the rave scene in The Matrix? Oh, yeah. That's what I thought this place was. Word? Yeah, so, and when you go outside, I guess it's also, like, Dark City. Mm Mm-hmm. You know Dark City? No. It's with, uh, Rufus Sewell from, uh, from, whatever. Um, it's, it's the same thing as The Matrix, but with, like, but more, like, uh, German Expressionist. Alright, alright. Um, except they're, spoilers, they're the city is actually on a spaceship. Mm. Um, and, like, all the humans were, like, abducted. Um, so imagine the Matrix meets Dark City with cookies. With cookies. Yeah. No, that was quite something. Mm. Uh, while looking after Flash from his cookie overdose, mm. I ended up just hanging out in areas of the mind palace that are normally purely transitory. Yes. They purely exist to get between point A and B. But because of how immovable <laughs> you were at certain points... They liminal. You because were, of the cookies? You were a very... It was a. It was basically being a liminal being, which is what True Party King truly is. Liminal. Liminal. Do you know? Do you not know liminal? No. Liminal is like um. You know that time at like three in the morning, when you're like in like an alleyway. Yeah. And it's like just unreal enough. To not to think that you're kind of dreaming, but you're not dreaming. Mm. That's liminal. It's like um You know that you know that photo of the polar bears and they're like in so and they're in Russia and they're like in a house. No. For those for those listeners out there, um it just appeared in like Russian Nat Geo. Look that up. That's that's a textbook kit. That's a textbook definition of liminal. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll take your word for that sub or super liminal message. I'm trying to get into my listener's subconscious with that. Mm-hmm. Well, it might work. It might work. I mean, if if our if our latest journey into figuring out what is love through insomnia cookies has led us anywhere it's that 
me having to babysit you mm-hmm. while you were really struggling in those in-between areas help me understand the best use for those areas really because normally again it's just like oh yeah we're gonna take the stairs to go down whatever and i mean that hasn't changed but i feel as though something that was always lacking was the anticipation the build yeah the idea that like oh we're we're going and there's there's hints of what's happening and it's not until you arrive that you're like enlightenment well from like a purely zen standpoint it's like um it's like uh what should we call it it's like uh it's a journey not the destination yeah yeah and sometimes when those destinations are blocked off the journey is all the the struggle in the journey is all the more thrilling no exactly because when I was forced to wait in that hallway of sorts between the Matrix and the Mind Palace, we'll say. Yeah. It's basically what it was. I felt as though, A, it didn't provide ample anticipation build-up, but also, like, simply the hand railings to get down there were just so gross and yeah. like not hadn't been painted in a while or like kind of rusty or like also it just like really could tell no one had bothered to repaint these things in forever because my father and our super have a lot of other really important things mm-hmm. and that's understandable mm-hmm. but I felt as though my my gift to them my token of love was to paint one of the hand railings as though it was a neon blonde haired goddess whose hair is like wafting all the way up the hand rails yes <laughs> that's I mean that that was one interpretation of it and that and looking back that's a beautiful eloquent interpretation of that handrail going up to heaven and I thought it was like the uh, the ex- the uh, amniotic fluid from the exact in the matrix <laughs> I thought it was like literal cookie juice oh my god literal cookie juice yes I mean but in a way isn't like hair wafting up to heaven from a goddess just cookie juice it's always can hair can hair be liquid? I guess if you heat it up enough. But also, it does have qualities of... of liquidity. Well, okay. I mean, it's it's dead skin, right? So it's like, can you make skin liquid? Well, what I'm saying is like, you know how... <laughs> take... If you have long hair... Yes. Um... Can yes. that hair be it's it's like a it's like um it's the argument about like what is a what is a stew? What is a stew? 
what is stale? Could it be broth? I mean, could it be... Could, like, just, like, a bunch of vegetables cooked together be stale? Or do you need, like, water to make it stale? Is it a lovable Family Guy character? Mm. Mm. So what? So what is hair but stew? Mm. So throughout your re-learning of yourself as the hairiest Flash to ever dash... Mm. What what did you feel you had to sacrifice? Oh, I mean before we get if to If we are going learned. there, I So for those of you who do not know the Matrix, the Matrix is probably my favorite. It's not my favorite movie, but it may be like one of the most influential movies in my life. Weirdly enough, maybe, no. What is the reason? I was 10, and it probably scarred me for life. (laughs) Watching it, no joke. Um, To the Wachowski sisters, fuck you, for making such a brilliant movie that children should not be watching. Yeah, probably not. Isn't that why it's rated M? Yeah, rated (laughs) It's like, um... It's like Max Payne or um, right. Call of Duty. So what does that have to do with your sacrifice? Oh, um, basically, I thought that I was like working uh, at like your superintendent's office. <laughs> um, and I thought I was in hell. Straight up, like no exit hell. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't. You were not. No. You were right at the axis of Matrix and Mind Palace. And one of the other beauties that we unlocked I bet before before the cookie eating was a film idea Mm. that We're both quite excited about. Yes. And we have... We are going to hash that out before before you audience members... Even hear it? Right now. All right. Let's let's make, like, a writer's room. Okay, let's do it. Um, It's a love story. Yes. About... Partially. It's a partial love story that that goes deep into the mind palace right and what is the mind palace oh wow I'm just looking at at your notes and it's just like bam what wow no you're um I'm organized yes okay (laughs) um yeah, yeah. I, for, for those listening, mm. I just whipped out my journey journal at the, the area where we sort of figured out initial storyboarding. Yes. Uh, opening scene. So, Two characters. Yes. Logline. What is the logline? 
The log line? The one sentence description of this movie. Um, two opposite lovers meet to unlock the game of life. One hundred percent. One, and they find something in common. Yeah, they find what they were both lacking. Yes, and by the way, the love story happens within the first twenty minutes. Everything else is a labyrinth. Yeah. Then we get in fights. They just delve deeper and deeper. You think? Because the way I have it framed out here mm-hmm. is there is a... So basically, instead of it just being three acts, it's three acts with three sub-acts within each act. Mm-hmm. And the general themes of each sub-act are consistent within the corresponding sequences. So, like... Perhaps Axis 1, Act 1, involves the the romance, like romance or something. The same thing would happen in Axis 2, Act 1, and Axis 3, Act 1. I I love that. Like the, the game being centered. Wait, can we call like every scene an Axis? Yeah. Or it, ooh. they might get a little confusing because you want a, an X and Y axis. No, but that's like instead of an act, yeah, there, there are no acts in this. No, just put, axes. put that shit on like on like when this is cut when this movie is cut together. Title screen, axis. Well, I've really written over here. Yeah, no, <laughs> but like like that. From what imagine like axis one scene one yeah but on your movie screen I was just it's literally like planted yes for everyone to see yes alright love story two people um what shall their names be um you can figure that out does it doesn't matter? Two names that seem to be very opposite. Perhaps like a very creative name and a very standard name. Like John and Omohafwe. Yes. Yes. 100%. The most Hamahafwe. Uh, a mo halfway. A mo halfway. Yeah, there's this random girl that I met that I was like the hardest name to pronounce, and it took me so long to figure it out. I can't. It shall be John and a mo half. I will not be able to pronounce them, but a mo halfway. Yeah. My dad has um. Whenever we go to a Chipotle's, <laughs> he says Chipolettes. 
Um, oh God. So, I wish I could get my dad in Chipotle. Literally the one time I tried to get him in Chipotle. And the only time this has ever happened, a giant bug flew right at him. Oh. As soon as he entered the establishment. What's him doing downstairs? A, a, a bug like at least one cubic inch Oof. thick. Like, yeah, that that beefy boy. <laughs> like I was like, what? I've bug. never even seen that in New York. Yeah, before. <laughs> like, Wait, like like a cockroach or like a bug? It was flying. Well, it was like some. I don't even know. Could have been a. Could have been. Could have been a. Yeah. So yes. Um, Jesus. John and a Mahaf way. Um. 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 A Mohaf way. A Mohaf way. Yes. A mo. Thirty minutes from now. If I don't say if I don't say that correctly, um, I will give Luca like a dirty sock. Oh, thank you! I've always wanted the dirty sock. Like a like a like a clean dirty sock. All right. Well, I will just I will buy like a I will buy like a pack of socks. And then we'll truly know what is love. That is that's love right there. That it is. Um, belonging to like the dirty sock industry. <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> sponsor us. Also sponsor us. Um, inside new cookies. Yes, Act One, Axis One. They both meet. Um, John is an accountant. A Mohawkway is stylist. Stylist or. Strategist, or well, like she definitely has an analytical mind, but she was always pushed more towards her creative side. Mm. Similar to how John always had that creative side, but due to his own circumstances, was forced to assume a more standard, matrix-approved yes. position. Yes. So, a Mohawk way is. What is a good What is a good job for a Mohawk way? Good job. A good analytical baseline analytical job. Architect. Yeah. Right. What you know. Yeah, fuck it. But, but not like, like. But yeah, maybe. But like landscape the, architect or interior designer. Interior designer. There we go. Or. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's that's tight. That's tight right there. Because of this. Well, yeah. that and my friend Jordan is a uh, interior designer. And that that fits the bill. Yeah. I, I don't know what interior design is. I mean, I probably do, but I don't. But that sounds... That sounds groovy. Yeah, it's like uh, kind of like the opposite of what the landscape designer does. How about a landscape designer, then? Well, because I feel like most elements of this movie are going to be more interior-focused. So it kind of makes more sense if that's sort of in her wheelhouse. Yes, yes. Yes. And okay. because it's not just the interior of 
this mind palace, den, space, whatever. Mm. It's also the interior of the game as they delve deeper and deeper into it. So they meet at a trading card? At a trading card game? Or a board game? At a board game? Just a game shop. At a game shop. Just a game shop. Yes. With two... Ooh. I mean, my idea would be like it just like that's where they meet, yeah, for the first time. It's like the the Mind Palace game is not for sale. It's something that perhaps mm. they gain from the shop owner. With some sort of... Is it of... like a branded... Like the game shop is... That's like the... <sighs> I hate to trivialize this, but it's like Charity McDennis. Oh. <laughs> Charity McDennis. Uh... In the way that it's like an original, like, organic... It's not like a Life or like Candy Candyland or like... Like a Apples to Apples. It's like... yeah. I like that. Yes. Mind Palace is... I'm into that. What? The Mind Palace is, like, the board game that only exists in this board game shop. Hmm. And and that could be their meet cute. Could it be... Well, see, I don't know. I kind of personally like the idea of it being a card game because of how, like, just small elements of them can always be used as, like, a prop much more easily. Like, you can flick cards around. You can be more, like, Mm -hmm. animated. And also, I just sort of, at least for me personally, obviously, this... What, what my vision is more because I literally have a puzzle box yeah. right in front of us that was sort of pseudo-inspired by Yu-Gi-Oh! And with the whole intention behind the box that basically inside the box are like three different decks with three different characters with three different personalities and perhaps when each of them plays one of those decks they inhabit that personality within themselves that they had lost and they feel like suddenly they're there they're in it they're complete but then once the game is over it's like they're back to being their normal selves yes would you want this entire game this entire movie to like take place within the game shop and then with inside the game shop the game is here maybe same on location. Yeah, I mean that definitely, definitely saves time. I had an idea of like, what if it was just like something they take with them? But I guess it makes more sense if like, the game shop for this game because it's so special, it's so like mystical or whatever. Like it doesn't leave the shop. Like you can play it. There's yes. no charge. But. But it's a trading card game that's only based in that shop. Yeah. 
that's gotta love that and yeah it's something that perhaps then you need a third person though do you need a third person uh the person who runs the game shop well yeah right of course game shop owner you that's you <laughs> no or we need like a, a grandpa figure like a sage old straight person. up like yugi's grandpa yeah <laughs> i mean who else owns like a fucking card shop or a game shop we eva okay what is what is uh what what is her moniker Yes. <laughs> Wherever you are, yes. Yes. Cookies. Yes. Cookies. <laughs> y- yeah, you're you're going to be cookies. Everything is going to be cookies. Yes. Yes. Alright, yeah. Um oh could you write that down then? What? For act for Axis One Act Two. Says the game Game Shop. The game begins. Yeah. But how do they pick up the game? Is it by chance? Well, I think part of it has to do with they like remembering. So we're not going to go through the whole part of like explaining how the game works and like really going through the game. The game mechanics themselves, mm-hmm. I don't know how much we're really going to want that to be focal. No, but, like, the moment they but, meet. Yeah, like, I think the moment they meet, perhaps, like, they are both happen to be in the store at the same time. They're both looking at other things. They're like, oh, da 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 And it's not until they both sync up on the box at the exact same time. And it's something that's maybe, like, in, like, the corner of the room. Something that, like, the, the store clerk didn't even, like, particularly want people to check out because they're not selling it. And they know it's like kind of maybe cursed <laughs> or something. Hmm. So. Yo, can the soundtrack be sort of like this? Oh, yeah. When it gets really intense. <laughs> because. Yeah, and perhaps like after that game in the shop. The clerk lets them take it with them. Uh-huh. As long as they always... Like, it's always with them together. Like, it sort of forces them to be bound together in a way. It's as though the the box, the game itself is pulling them together in ways that at some points are frustrating, aggravating, because you feel you like, know, is this even truly me feeling these emotions? You know what would be funny? What? Throwing a rival, like, rival mind palace. Rival mind palace? What do you mean? No, they, that will complicate that. Yeah, I was going to say the sequel. Let's say it for a sequel. Sequel, yeah. Sequel, sequel. No, no, I, th- I like the idea of it focusing on just exploring, like, what is it about this yes, game? Yes, That's helping them remember that they never truly needed the game to begin with. They were yes. always complete. They were always... They always had everything they ever needed if they just looked inward. Yes. And it wasn't until 
that game essentially forced them to look inward that they realized that they never really needed that altogether. Yes. And yeah. That's it. That's it. And um but what but I think like what we just said is just the forbearance. Yeah, because I like the idea of the axes in terms of the things repeat, the stages repeat. Like yes. love story, like the the union, they come together, they play the game, they leave. Yes, act two. They have this feeling like they have to go back. They can't, like, they don't even know what's coming over them. Yep. It's like an addiction. Yep. And they just so happen to perhaps maybe reunite at the same time or coordinate it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, they take a card with them and the card calls, like, knows, like, it's time to return. Yes. To the Mind Palace. Yes. <laughs> like, it'll start to glow or something. Or, like... <laughs> <laughs> or talk to them. <laughs> no, but, like, you know how... I haven't seen Squid Game, but... From what uh, I heard about Squid Game, it's like, you know, they go on their merry way, but they're drawn back to the Squid Game. Yeah, because, like, after the first round, kind of spoilers if you haven't seen Squid Game, but it's pretty great. Definitely check it out if you haven't, though. This isn't a huge spoiler that, like, after the first round, because if you heard about this thing, you know, like, the first round is, like, a starts off, like, everyone thinks, oh, it's a cute game, whatever, da 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 and then it's, like, a bloodbath. Yeah. But then after the first bloodbath, they're all given a choice to continue or end. If they end the game and go back home, no money. If they continue, they have a chance to win a boatload of cash. Because apparently whenever, whenever someone dies, the pot increases. And it really goes down to a 50-50 split at the end. But when it turns out, like, oh, no, yeah, we're all going home. Everyone went home. And it was like, oh, really? That seems so weird. I'm, like, so used to the sense of escape the room, puzzle, whatever things happening all together, and you can never leave. But this film I really enjoyed, or the TV series of Squid Game, really like that they were just like, no, you go home, see how long you'll last. And I think of, like, around the 200 people that left, like, 180 came back. It's like, um... Because all the people chosen were, like, really, really, really fucked. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I love stories where, like, you you get an out, but then they just come back in. Like, yeah. Um, Every time they keep, I think I'm out, they keep pulling me back in. Well, you know, you know, like, Inuyasha... Inuyasha, no. It's like an anime about um, this girl, Kagome. Uh, and she's she's like a normal Japanese schoolgirl. And she gets thrown into a well. Okay. Into like medieval Japan. Okay. And she's like, oh, great. Uh, demons and shit. Uh, I want to go back and like go be in like modern day Japan. And then she like lives her life. And Inuyasha, who's like this like demon... He's like a wolf demon, like a gray-haired wolf demon. He's like, hey, Kagome, uh, what the fuck are you doing in, like, 90s Japan? Come back, we need to, like, we need to, like, save the world. 
Um, she's like, oh, okay, fine. Yes. And, like, everyone can see, like, Inuyasha, and it's, like, no big deal. Hmm. Um, that is funny. I, that's what I also loved about Steven Universe. The idea of, like, they're aliens, and it's not, like, a big secret. Like, yeah. one of the first times I'd ever seen a story where it wasn't, like, the big secret was hiding the aliens. Yeah. Well, it's, like, you know, Narnia? Yeah. How, like, in Narnia, it's just, like, okay, Narnia doesn't, like, Narnia exists for, like, these people, but it also probably doesn't exist. Even though people die in Narnia in the seventh book. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> which I did not read yet. <laughs> um, I don't know. But, yes, going back to this. Um they find their way back. <laughs> You're spoiling a book you haven't even read. <laughs> yeah, well, because I know the seventh book is, like, everyone dies except for Susan, who finds lipstick, and because they get, like, hit by a train. That's what happens in... That's... Have you read Chronicles of Narnia's seventh book? Or any of them? I did not get nearly that close. It's, like, second book, I think, ended. Oh, the seventh... In the seventh book, all your beloved ch uh, children die in a in a train accident beautiful and they and they find their way and they live in narnia oh beautiful yes and then uh it's literally the um the apocalypse like it's a book of revelations but for children with like a fake aslan who's an ape hmm. do you damn narnia lower right here uh, but yes. But yeah, building off of that, I like the idea of coming together, playing the game, leaving. Yes. Coming together, playing the game, leaving. Coming together, playing the game for one last time, leaving. I don't think... Or maybe they don't leave. Maybe that's the, the thing that breaks that cycle. They don't leave, but it's also not... But I... I just love the idea of like it not being a big thing that they go back one last time but it's just like a magic but the third act could be like magic in like a routine where they go back and they unlock something new hmm. in their routine like how do they spice things up in act three yeah um Unless, where were you going with it? Well, I was going with it in terms of the idea of, like, okay, the three stages of a relationship. Like, first meeting, kind of feeling each other out if it works out, and then, like, committing or breaking up. I, I don't think this should be a... This isn't a movie about breaking up. This is a movie about, like... All right. I mean, I don't know what it is. I I am not fixed onto the ending. All I know is I'm repeating a certain sequence over and over. Oh, yeah, no, I, like, delve deep into this love. Yeah, I mean, they can... I mean, just like my favorite poem, The Tiger, they, they change that one word, and that's all you need to completely recontextualize the mm -hmm. repeated stanza at the beginning and end. So what happens in... So, what happens in the first axis of this card game? Like, the game itself? Yes. Well, I guess it's about remembering, mainly. Like, 
then picking up the cards again, being like, wow, yeah, I remember this. Oh, yeah, I remember doing that. And, oh, yeah, da, 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 kind of. Like, them, them having that first date experience by sharing in their remembrances. Like, oh, you're in the show. Oh, yeah, this guy totally would do this attack. Oh, this is his favorite, favorite monster. Yeah. Well, what would be funny is, like, no one else remembers, like, what this, what this was. What do you mean? Like, no, like, this card game only exists in this card shop. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. I definitely but they like remember idea. it, but like I don't know, they go to like another this isn't related to the story, but they go to another card shop and it's like, what? What is, it? like they can't find anything of it on the internet. Hmm, yes, but I don't know about going to another card shop. No, but on the internet, there's no trace yeah. of this. Like perhaps there was some sort of like play, or like, oh, let me look up like how, how I could have done that play better and it's like, wait, what? That card doesn't exist? the game doesn't exist (laughs) yeah but where do these memories come from that's act two yeah that's a mystery is then yeah dealing with the mystery where did the game come from I like that Because then it becomes... I like that. I feel like that's a very subtle but very sufficient memory. Because like if it was just some game, you're like, Oh, I thought I remember that as a kid. I guess I didn't exist. Oh, whatever. But if it's like, no, this is a game that literally brought me and my new fucking lover together. Somehow the two of us both remember, but nobody else remembers. Like, it just doesn't exist. Yeah. Fucking... White Eyes Blue Dragon is it real? Yeah. <laughs> the fucking White Magician. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh Yo Black uh, Eyes Red Dragon. And... You know you know like your art shit? All sorry. Yeah. Do this all in After Effects. Animated. Like holograms? No, like like It'd be really cool. I w- yo, I would love to like take some of your stuff. Yeah. Cut it into Photoshop, or like, and just like animate it that way. Yeah. But like that. But in this game. In the movie. Like perhaps, at first the cards seem like you know just regular cards, whatever. But the second the game, like, starts when the two of them say duel, <laughs> suddenly, like, stuff stuff happens. Like, like some music changes. Uh-oh, oh, draft kind of comes in. <laughs> out of this. Oh, and, like, the cars themselves kind of, like, move on the paper a bit. Yeah. When they're played. Well, you know, like, um... I think what would be cool, I mean, you know, from that box over there. Yeah. It's like, um, you know Sarah Squirm? Sarah, she's on SNL. She does, like, gross out, like, comedy on Instagram. You sure Silverman? No, Sarah Squirm. 
Okay, then no. She does, like, grows out stuff. <laughs> okay. Like, like, um... I'll take it, your word for it. It's like, like, there's a thing where her eyes pop out, and just, like, her eye socks just, just like, bleed out. <laughs> um, but her eyes, like, pop out, and then, like, are, like, balloons. Like, deflated balloons. Yeah. And she's dressed like a clown. <laughs> okay. So... What I'm thinking is, like, the cards, the card design, is, like, literally, well, you're already one step ahead of me, but cards could be, like, 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 your aesthetic. Yeah. Yes. Like, I should show you, I don't know if you've seen the cards that I've been detailing. Yes. Like, they... Very much, I've already in process of being painted to high hell. And not just that, but different languages. Something that I always sort of said in here was a way to kind of fix. Yu-Gi-Oh! When I was originally playing this to just be like a Yu-Gi-Oh! thing. Mm-hmm. Which is like, how do I take Yu-Gi-Oh!'s biggest weakness, which is the fact that it's so reliant on lots and lots of text to articulate what these cards do, how do I make that a benefit? How do you make it so like, oh, you want to read all this stuff? Language game. Or you just make it a language game. Yeah. Like, it doesn't work with games like Magic the Gathering or Hearthstone where there are keywords that shorten things for you. Literally having syntax, verbiage, commas, like all these different facets of vocabulary that normally I feel like in most card games it wouldn't be as important. In Yu-Gi-Oh! they are so important. Like the difference between a if or a that or are you specifically saying this targets that and then nope this card can't be targeted or that this like it's really particular in terms of like what these cards say and how they say it that shows its ability which is also part of the reason why it's so hard to like get into if you're new to the game Mm -hmm. but in this situation I find it really works like my my Italian has definitely improved since then and I don't have as much backstory in terms of learning basic German or French. I feel like those would be required before really getting into learning and reading these cards. But I feel like it's, you know, it's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's... I, I know I know the word for effect in many, many, many languages now. That Because literally... What I've noticed is that the word effect is spelled differently in every single language. In English, it's obviously effect. In Italian, it's effetto. In German, it's effect with a K. Mm-hmm. In German, in French, it's effet. There's no C or K or at all. Just E-F-F-E-T. Then in Spanish... It's also kind of similar to Italian, but like a little bit different. They all have different words that... 
would this sorry I'm thinking more about the story again yeah I know is it um, and I feel like I want that to play a part if possible yeah no it's all it's all language based it's all communication mm-hmm. perhaps this, that's the third act yes all like intangible communicate like tangible and intangible communication through card games it's like um what do you mean well you know the energy is through this through this card game yeah because funny enough my uh my current partner the lunar goddess and i we love dueling so much and we often talk about it as being like basically a therapist (laughs) so many times we'll be playing and I can get a sense when she said she was okay after like an argument or something but she's still holding something back based on how she plays the game Mm -hmm. like I can immediately tell when she's not like giving it her all like when she's like I'm gonna attack Um, oh you I negate that no, you're not doing that. <laughs> like, mm. I trap hold that. Sh- like, get it, get it out, get it out, go. It's you gone. Know, this this could be very mumblecore esque too. Mumblecore. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, mumblecore. It's like um, you come up with scenarios uh, and you have like locations, and you mm-hmm. have the characters, and the characters have to go from point A to point B. Uh, and you like guide them to be. It's like guided improv, but caught on camera. Okay. So, with, like, these... With this card game... You have to get from point A to point B, and you have to, like, win it. But through that, once you're in your character... The card game takes on its own. And then it's just a matter of cutting it. Hmm. Unless you want to be more rigidly scripted. Uh... Can you repeat that idea again? So, like... In a different way? Um, like, how is it different than what we've been playing so far? Like, it's more... You have a scenario. Yeah. Like a traditional improv scenario. But, actually, it's just improv. But, like, filmed as part of it. And you have to hit these lines mm-hmm. to make the scene work. And you have to hit these beats to make the scene work. Right. But... But it's you, like, yeah, we're having, like, a real duel. Yes. To make it feel more real. Yes. But obviously we're not showing the entire game. Yes. But you have to hit these, like... I I learned this from, um... Do you know who Lynn Shelton is? Or... I don't know. I don't expect you to, but she's, um... She just passed away last year. Uh, she was going out with Mark Marin. Actually, do you listen to what, uh, WTF podcast? Mark Marin? Oh, I have a few episodes, yeah. Lynn Shelton was, uh, his girlfriend who oh. passed away. Oh. Um, Damn. and I met her at a, at a oh. premiere of, um, Sword of Trust back in 2019. Damn, this just happened. Yeah. Um, yeah and I was going through a lot of shit but um talking to her was like really fucking inspirational 
because she was very down to earth. Um, and she was like, yeah, no, I made this for like a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, we shot for 10 days in like Alabama. Um, and this move and like, we had like a great cast of like four people. Oh, I think music's off. Oh, yes, it is off. Um, but yeah, no, playlist. She's, she's like, she was an amazing director. Um, and definitely gave me ideas of like how to if you were to direct like a mumblecore thing mm-hmm. something like that yeah yeah it doesn't have to be like the show itself all, yeah. all the time I mean definitely like mumblecoring the duels themselves yes. you're know saying yeah I know I like that Maybe there are, because, okay, so the way I originally had this thing structured was four decks for the four main characters of the show. I obviously, Yugi, Kaiba, Joey, and Bakura, Mm -hmm. which is like the true villain of the show, if you guys haven't Mm -hmm. been aware. Like, who's the guy that takes down Pegasus right after he loses against Yugi? Fucking Bakura. Mm-hmm. We better take everyone else down after they're like ready to go away. Bakuda, who <laughs> is the epitome of all evil. Fucking Bakuda. And yeah, so perhaps they each just play a single round, choosing between each one of those two characters. And after they complete the duel, they really do like become that. Do you want how many people do you want to be in this movie? Two or five? No, I don't think we need five. Well, I'm thinking about I'm saying that specifically because then maybe when they go again the second time. That's what I mean. That's when we each pick the other two decks. Mm. And then perhaps I won one, Amo Halfway is on the other one, and those two winners play off. Mm-hmm. For example, it would be cool to have like two, um, but, but not in terms of like as much the decks themselves as like obviously the decks are representative of like the characters themselves in terms of their personality, but definitely more so the personalities I feel yeah. like are important. Well, I think you also need like I think five is a perfect character structure for this because you have uh, the two love. Two lovers, mm-hmm. uh, person who runs it, right, and um, two like Rosecrans, Gil and Stern, or like uh, Jay and Silent Bob, who can be like the audience surrogate for like whatever this movie is, uh, whatever the structure is, to like be like, hey, if you don't if you don't understand what's going on, here's what happens, and also to like say witty banter. Hmm. Uh. Not witty banter, but like um, to guide the audience, if that makes sense. Uh, I guess. I guess for me, I don't see what would make a character like that so much more necessary than like, like why couldn't the other, the two lovers fulfill, and like the shopkeeper fulfill those 
those tasks of Rosenstein and Gilman's turn. Well, you know, like, do we? I guess it really depends on like how long is this movie? Oh, like seventy minutes. Oh well, if it's gonna be a full feature, then yeah, no kidding. I was thinking more around like half an hour. No, this is this is a full feature. Oh damn! Okay. (laughs) No, we we ain't we ain't going for like um for like thirty minutes. This is like. We're putting this in theaters. We are putting this in video-on-demand theaters. This is going, <laughs> mark my words or not, this is going to spectacle theater and maybe syndicated. Fucking Disney is going to want to buy it off of us. Disney, <laughs> give us our give us our dollar-dollar bills, yo. Konami's going to try and sue us and then fail. Yeah. Well, it would be funny to, like, to obliquely mention, like, this is, to be like, hey, this is just Yu-Gi-Oh! with, like, different skin cards, and it's like, no, it's not. Yeah, like, at one point, we, like, bring it up. (laughs) Yeah. Like, all I found is this (laughs) Yu-Gi-Ho? No, they have to, like, specifically be like, this is Yu-Gi-Oh! And it's like, no, this ain't Yu-Gi-Oh! No, I'm thinking, like, when... We're looking at this game like, oh, what is this game? And we're looking it up online, and all we find is this Yo, Yo, Joe Ho, Yu, Yu, Ji Ho. Uh huh. Like something that's like super, super similar to Yu Gi Oh! to the point where it's like blatantly obvious. But I don't know if we could even and say that. And the storekeeper could basically, basically, all your exposition about the Mind Palace could be through the storekeeper. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I definitely think that he's like the dungeon master. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cut the other two out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the simplicity of the three. We have three axes, three sub axes, mm-hmm. three characters. And store or shopkeeper. The only reason why I do like two other people who are like only for like the two people to interact with be like you know this game or whatever so there's more of an outside world than just the two right or them looking at a computer screen yeah because I think you need that to like ground them into like some kind of reality like maybe when the others when these guys show them like we're like what do you think like you haven't seen this game really before and they're like ew no what what is this new thing or do they not even see it existing at all I think they see it existing does it look like it's just some some invisible thing these people are holding <laughs> I think it's actually like uh, I think it'd be cool that it actually exists but these guys I think it's like I wouldn't say trivial but it's more like I mean yeah like, just some children's car game <laughs> yes yes instead of the answer to all of reality <laughs> yes yes and it literally is the answer to all of reality, too. Yeah. Yo. You know in, um... You know in, uh, What Hot American Summer? Have you seen that movie? No. Where... It's a It's my favorite summer camp movie. And it... Like, hypothetically could take place in a summer camp. Because so much crazy shit happens over the course of one day. Same thing as this uh, card game. <laughs> like, I agree with you. 
sorry, I'm, I'm like ranting over no. probably your ideas, but yeah, the two lovers could believe that this is this is like high fucking stakes. Yeah. No, like it's real. Like it's to the point where like perhaps when one of them loses they lose a part of themselves but when one of them wins they feel like they've gained something new yeah. like they both they both barter their sanity of sorts like the the game master would probably be like all right you know like to to unlock the game like mm-hmm. give me some padlock or something like you both have to sign affirmation cards or something like that <laughs> do you want to bang this out like next week yeah no like a like an entire script I yeah. need to try, I need to like uh fix my computer but let's bang something out no 100 percent. then um we can get my friend dan to uh um dan moya i don't know if you're gonna hear this but if you hear this um <laughs> uh be your script doctor please he he uh was the writer for 18 and a half ah and he's he is a very heartwarming person oh uh dan moya did he play Yu-Gi-Oh? Yes. Okay, then he's he, there. We go. He's in the movie. Yes. Now we have a fourth oh person. my god! No, he's he's <laughs> basically he's he's straight up like uh, Grant. He's Grandpa Yugi. Oh, so perfect. He's a shopkeep. Sorry, well, Ava. Yeah. No, but I mean, Ava. You know, trans representation. So, <laughs> Ava, you yes. You can be whatever part you want to. You be. can be whoever you, you could be. A friend. You can be, um... You can be a monster that gets summoned. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Imagine that's where the rest of the cast is. They're just the monsters that get poofed into reality. Like, it's like, white magician, attack the white eyes blue dragon. Mm-hmm. I can dig it. And then, like, one of them is, like, in a dragon costume and the other one's... I'm game for this. I game. Wait, so what? What's the ending? Like unlocking they, the secrets of the universe. Yes, but they all they legit have to like, like if if they don't solve this, and the we as the audience have to be sucked in, the entire world blows up, or like everyone gets sent to the shadow realm or like yeah maybe it's even even more meta where it's like even those that are watching this movie right now <laughs> are at risk like suddenly yes. grandpa starts like breaking the fourth wall and it's like all of the souls witnessing this <laughs> yes experience yes i'm so down for that and Ooh. and it's something where like then the lovers are like, wait, what? We're, we've been watched? Like, there are people sitting... And it's just like, it's all around you. Yo, could there be, like... Could there be, like, slime? Slime. Like, actual, like, slime stop-motion animation on, like, some of these cards? Why not? <laughs> I know you got your juices pumping. Luca, there's, there's literally... give me a fucking fucking 
There's literally a monster that Yugi has. It's called like Black Man. It's literally just a guy made of Lego bricks. Perfect. <laughs> For another example. So what? So would this game be like a takeoff of Yu-Gi-Oh? Or like, I mean, that's what I kind of imagined it would be. But yeah, so we get a little bit of that like extra weeb juice squeezed mm. in. <laughs> a bit of that extra cookie juice. Yeah. Yeah, for those of you who were following about, like, two hours ago, Cookie Juice. Yes, Matrix, Cookie Juice. What is love? Definitely Cookie, cookie juice. juice. Hadaway. We'll, we'll, we probably need to talk about the, the origins of Hadaway. How the song What is Love is what birthed the true party king, as you know that well should they, to be speaking right now should they like be able to create their own cards too like draw draw yo what if they're able to draw like a blank card oh and that could be like the fucking exodia or like the fucking um or like the fucking uh that's when all of reality starts to bend and twist like you were never supposed to or draw the blank like, card. Yeah. And suddenly, like, maybe even uh, a slight, like, a really short new game gets birthed within the other game because of, like, you know, like flipping a coin or rolling a die or. Yeah. Like, a, but it could actually have a seismic shift, like, in the world. You know, like. Yeah, exactly. Like, it could be. There's an earthquake, but in New York. But it's just. Like a pipe just burst, or they go outside and they're just like, and when they get outside of this, my friend Amelia and I, um, like everything is messed up. There's like a giant fucking pothole, <laughs> and it's like, this is for real. Yeah, like maybe blue eyes or no white, white eyes. <laughs> Has a has a burst stream laser beam that comes out of his mouth, shoots through the ceiling, <laughs> like yeah. into the, the <laughs> or something. And then, like at night, they go out. It's all normal. Uh, the two then they all then two like walk out. That's the first first act, first third axis. Mm-hmm third axes giant pothole and not just giant pothole giant gash through the building across the street too yeah well, that'll be a lot of animation budget but no, I'm wouldn't. kidding so, someone falling through the hole yeah No, but yeah, that's that's definitely a lot of good, lot of good juice. Yeah, I don't know. I, again, I just need someone to like bounce things off, and Luca, you that person? Who's Luca? Are you, Lu- you Luca Chuck Luca ch- Chocolate mm, Chocolates. <laughs> it's like a like a chocolate like a chocolate bar. What? 
there was a there's a chocolate bar named Luca, and um, my name is Luca. No, I you, live on the second floor. What? You know no, that song? No. Oh yeah. No, I was I was some clinically depressed person named Luca. I don't know. Who are you? Is that? I was just saying that there's probably a chocolate bar, a European chocolate bar out there called Luca. You know, this is something that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. In Japan or Japanese, Luca is a girl's name. I can see that. Huh? I can see that. Yeah, like it literally, Yu-Gi-Oh! The third season, like five Ds that probably Ava loves too. In the original Japanese, like one of the main girls is called Luca, and it was so fucking weird. Because, like, then her brother is called, like, Lua. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... And also, because, like, their R's and L's are kind of, like, mixed together, so they yeah. more often than not say Rua or something, and it's just like, oh, God. Especially at that time, I was, like, way more closeted. I was like, oh, I don't, like, I want to be the boy. I don't want to be the girl. Now I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm the girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fucking... Uh, whatchamacallit. Maybe that's like part of part yes. of the language learning. Yes. Um, what is that? What were we talking about before then? Or gender? Um, oh, Camille. Camille. Um, Gundam. It's like in uh, Gundam, there's a character named uh, Camille. Camille Bidan, and he literally starts a war by saying because he overhears this guy Jared being like, Camille is a Camille is a girl's name, but you're a boy. And then Camille just jumps over and, like, decks this guy in the face. And then everyone fucking dies. So, um, gender. Um, Lua. Lu, Lu, Luca. Yeah. Names. I mean, I literally use my first name for Clemont, so I guess why not just have my have it be me all the time? No. If you are a chocolate bar. Oh, okay. I, I know, I'm going with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the most random thing you've said so far. At no. least keep it consistent with cookies and ice cream. Yeah, well, you know, you can put... <laughs> we're trying to get the funding from you could, Insomnia. Now yes, we're talking chocolate we, bars. How many Hershey's is going to be involved now? Dude. Oh, how many how many Hershey's... How, what is our Nestle budget right now? <laughs> how many... How how many licks does it take before you vomit up a Hershey's Kiss bar? Yes. Yo, have you been to Hershey's? Hershey Park? No. Oh, my God. Yo. Is there chocolate there? <laughs> Luca? Are they trying to own the water supply? Luca chocolate. I will make a giant chocolate bar. <laughs> that literally says Luca. Okay. And it's a fucking... It's a giant... It's a brand name. Is that going to be something that happens after the first game? Yes. It's like a Majin Buu. Yeah. You know how Majin Buu turns people into chocolate? Yeah, yeah, and eats them up. Yo, that's that's kind of messed up. <laughs> True Party King. What? Why? Aren't you going to turn them into, like, uh, uh, chocolate? What, who said I'm turning anyone into anything? What? What? <laughs> why, am I, why am I the one creating 
trans mutations. Trans chocolates. Why, why am I transitioning trans everybody? Is chocolate. <laughs> Word association. Sorry if I'm confusing everyone right now. Uh, true part it's of all right. Let's get let's back let's get back to the point. Back to the point. Uh, so to recap story thus far love story mm-hmm. I guess if we forget John we can do Luca and I'm all halfway no John okay I don't know what why we're focusing on Luca then John and a halfway mm-hmm. accountant and interior designer mm-hmm. they meet the shopkeeper to complete uh, an inner calling yes they're they lock eyes on the Mind Palace game. Mm-hmm. The rules are explained. The decks are chosen. The games are slowly begin to ramp up. Like at first, it's you know, it was like, oh yeah, right. This guy and I play him in attack mode. I defend with this guy. Oh, my guy has more attack. And then maybe it just starts to ramp up, like, effects and other stuff. And then, like, negates and spells and traps and all this crazy, like... Maybe we could even, like... I don't know, we don't have to go, like, into super... No, cra- it, gets, it gets intense. With, like, Ixies, Pendulum Monsters, Link Monsters, mm-hmm. Synchro Monsters. Oh, oh, no, I was just saying, like, it gets, like, heated. It's just, yeah. like, heated, like, first battle. No, definitely. I like the idea. I don't know if it should be... It should definitely be, like, a Yugi vs. Kaiba mm-hmm. at some point. Whether it's the finals or it's the first round. Then Joey vs. Bakuda. And then probably Yugi vs. Bakuda. Yeah. If, you know, we're playing, like, in the show. Should they face, like, an ultimate evil, though? For Act 3. Well, Act 3 was the finals. Yes. But, yeah. Because each of the previous acts were the two semifinal rounds. Mm-hmm. But... It would be fun if they are, like... No, I like... That'd be too confusing. Maybe. I like the idea of in the middle... Or perhaps towards the end of the final game, the the blank card is drawn, and suddenly a new game unravels. I mean, for like a hot second, yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, not like we're really delving into it, but like, that's when like the final form of whatever the shopkeeper reveals himself or something. Mm-hmm. As Satan or or Nastin. Yes. Yeah, and it's through that battle that they realize how much they have in common and how much, how ridiculous it was for them to be perhaps needing that battle to begin with. Mm-hmm. But they're still happy about the, you know, the bonds that were made. And, and then such. act, and then act, and that's act two. I was thinking that was Act 3. Oh, oh yeah. Well, Act 2, you just have to, like, keep ramping things up. and. Yeah, so it's not about... So, yeah, I guess we can... 
We can also divide the three axes into their the scenes, so like scene one, two, three, within each axis. If we were to first start with scene scene one of all the axes, mm -hmm. the consistent theme in my mind was like connection like a, a because obviously I know you wanted the uh, the characters to not be you know oh they're broken off at the end like why does it have to be so important but I feel like everything like leading up to that kind of makes that almost a requirement well I mean it's not about like breaking up it's more about their love powering through any fucking thing yeah and again maybe that's like where the matrix breaks yeah but I'm talking in terms of like how it's like they meet they play they leave they meet play leave meet up one last time play one last time well and then they don't leave yeah could be um could also not be a relationship until the third until the third act yeah like it could be that they don't you know they're strangers they don't necessarily trust each yeah. other they're only the only reason why they're even playing together is because it seems like no one else even knows what this game is yeah and it's like they're forced to play it with each other because not even the shopkeeper will play mm-hmm like, no I don't touch those cards <laughs> <laughs> you know how many kids ejaculated on those cards? <laughs> <laughs> oh, splooging. Look at all that paint splooge. All that, <laughs> all that slime. <laughs> like, let me show, like, a card that's, like, covered in fucking it's, Nickelodeon slime. It's covered. <laughs> it's like, uh, this, this stuff hasn't been there since, like, Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, yeah. I like that. Ooh, I like that. But, like, the entire battle could happen, like, in in this basement. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Um okay. So, yeah. Great. Uh let's need to fix my computer, but let's bang that out. Definitely. I feel like the only thing that is lacking on this this three by three spreadsheet is okay, so Axis One, they meet, play the game, and they leave. And upon leaving, that's when the mystery begins. Yes. Well, the mystery begins, like, straight up, first ten minutes. But, like, Yeah, but, like, it really reality, ramps up. Reality starts to unravel. Yeah, exactly. Like, in terms of no one knows what this game is. Yeah. Somehow it's affecting the real world. Mm -hmm. Somehow it's affecting, like, us... Like, for some reason, we've now embodied the spirits of Kaiba and Yugi. Mm hmm Even after we're done playing the game and we can't... Like, maybe we, we take a card with us, and that binds us to the Mind Palace until mm -hmm. we return, and the second we put the, that card back in the box, we're, like, free. But also not free, because we originally came to the Mind Palace to experience that lacking. So at first, when we... Our body of the other character is like, oh my god, yeah, like what? I get to be the boss, Kaiba. It's kind of, it's kind of like a Jumanji thing too. 
Hmm. I never saw that movie, but I know. You know how it's like a board game, but it's like real life. But this is more like a, it's more like a lo-fi Jumanji, which I kind of (laughs) like. At any rate. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we got a, we got our structure. But the last thing is that what is the, the second ramp up? Of the mystery. Um, the first ramp up is this game seems to be affecting the real world. No one else knows it. What is the second mystery? To sustain. Because um, I feel like the final mystery can just be like the cliffhanger we leave at the end. Well, reality just straight up like gets annihilated. <laughs> um, it's like, what happened to the world? Mystery. I don't know. Um, maybe uh, stores going under. Uh, maybe something as like generic as that, or uh... something to do with the language element, or that we were discussing earlier. Yes, or somehow we're speaking other languages like Japanese or something. <laughs> like... How about there's just a time? You know how it could get really busy, and there's just a time element. Okay. And they should, and they need to finish Act Two. They need to finish Axis Two, ASAP. I mean, that's kind of episodic. But, but I do. But like, what is the new question that people are going to be asking? Or our communication, uh, sustaining a relationship, or sus- or sustain, um, cement. Okay. And it's sustenance while things are breaking down. Interesting. Yeah. That can work. At least, like, you know, for now. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty solid. And then the beginning of the third access involves... Uh, I guess coming to terms with the I guess tension that was probably existing between the two of them yeah because there's a feeling of well I don't feel like myself so maybe all the emotions that I'm feeling aren't even real either yeah maybe I'm only feeling drawn to Yugi because I'm Kaiba his boyfriend (laughs) yeah yeah and they don't even like notice each other until fucking um, until... Until it's time to... Yeah. That's real. Um, well, what if we, like, played around with that, like, at one point when reality breaks and we say it's time to duel, but then, like, the camera, everything's glitching, like... Like, we really play off of that, even. Yeah, glitch that shit. I like it. All right. Um, Sweet. And we're just calling this Mind Palace, right? Mind Palace. Or should it be Mind Palace? Question mark? Yes. The Mind Palace. Straight up. No period. Uh, lowercase or uppercase? Uppercase. Okay. That's right? Mm-hmm. I guess for me, I always love questions. 
mind palace question. Or what is the mind palace? No, it's too long. What is the mind palace? Honestly, that's a... It's like uh, under, the, under the Silver Lake, or um, what about Bob? You really keep listening off everything I've never heard of. You've never heard of what about Bob? <laughs> no. Some it's, um, it's a Bill Murray movie where Bill Murray's like a hypochondriac, and uh, Richard Dreyfuss is like, "Hey, um, you're a hypochondriac. What you should do is go on fucking vacation." And then okay. Bill Murray's like. That's a great idea. I'm gonna go on vacation. Uh, cause like, Richard Dreyfuss is like, I'm gonna go with my family on vacation to Maine and don't fucking bother me. Mm. And Bill Murray's like, okay, I'm gonna go on vacation with you guys, but I'll be on vacation, quote unquote. And then Bill Murray like bonds with his family and Richard Dreyfuss goes nuts. And then Bill Murray's like, yeah, I'm, I'm cured. And then... Everyone loves Bob because he's just like a chill human being. And Richard Dreyfus is like, God damn it, what? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is the mind palace? Question mark. What is the mind palace? I like it. Yeah, and that's a question we will leave you on. Fair Asking folk. what is love? What is love? And what is the mind palace? What is the mind palace? Yes. Ah, thank you so, so much for tuning in to this month's episode. <laughs> and good night. And good luck. Good. Or is it good night and good luck? Good night and good... Uh, what? I'm trying to like good night and okay good uh, never mind <laughs> good night thank you guys Flash Harry True Party King love the, so, love the chat so much if you want to follow us I am True Party King on Instagram, uh, also YouTube. We throw some videos up there sometime. Mainly Instagram. That's mm. that's the main area. Uh, Flash Harry. I don't know. You got your Instagram. Uh, above underscore satisfactory or uh, sensible chuckle. Sensible chuckle. Yes. I didn't get another account. Oh, it's the one that like I don't go on because I don't know what to post on it. So, um, if you want to chuckle sensibly, I guess. No, if you want to chuckle sensibly over photos from like a year ago, <laughs> um, I don't know what to post on my Instagram. So, um, please give me an idea of what to post on my other Instagram again. Probably do st just take photos in here. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Probably yes. worth a chuckle or two. Uh, one big chuckle or two. All right. Well, from the Chuckle House, True Party King and Flash Harry are finally leaving you. I promise this time we're going to hang up the phone. No, I, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. Good <laughs> night. I, I, I was trying to do it in like, in like synchronicity. What? With what? 
we both say goodnight at the same time. Okay. Good night. What is love?